Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5-Minute Friday podcast on March the 4th. I'm a former NHS manager turned whistleblower and now an ethics consultant with expertise in willful blindness. I'm the author of Lions, Liars, Donkeys and Penguins, The Killing of Alison. I am a public service career failure, but a successful human being. Putin, he's the new Satan, isn't he? But is he, really? This whole thing reminds me a bit of Saddam Hussein, you know, who was our man until he wasn't our man. And then you've got Bashar al-Assad, the Syrian guy who the West decided to hate for a while, but doesn't seem so bad now because we've found someone else to get stuck into. And then there was Ceausescu, the horrendous dictator of Romania, and even Mugabe, who have both been to Buckingham Palace. And we were happy to host the Chinese premier and wine and dine him and his missus at the taxpayer's expense, weren't we? I mean, the Pope has met Putin and Biden met Putin only last year. You know, the thing is that the Russians lost almost one in 10 of their entire population in the Second World War. That's over 16 million Russian lives, which are thought to have been lost. Compare that, and I appreciate this is not a game of, you know, who has the biggest and who's lost the most, but compare that to the loss of less than half a million from the USA, and you might start to understand why Russia gets nervous when it feels that its borders are under threat. You have to ask the question, would America tolerate Russian missiles on the Mexican border? I mean, just look at the last time something even near to that nearly happened with the Cuban Missile Crisis. There's absolutely no chance they would tolerate someone else's missiles on Mexico's border. They would have seen their ass at the first sniff of such a thing. And just look at recent history in terms of the political effort, the money and the military resources that America has put into destabilizing the countries of South America. I mean, for them to criticize Russia for wanting to exercise influence over its close geographical neighbors, it's a bit like Harold Shipman having to go at the local pharmacist for dishing out too many paracetamols. NATO has made promises to Russia that it hasn't kept, and NATO by definition and design excludes Russia from being a member. So every time it promises not to push its borders further towards the east, and it does, you know, and we wonder why Russia and Putin feel upset and feel threatened. It's fear that's driving their response. And I think we all deserve better from the press in that respect, you know. Um, they are constantly, and I'm sure with a great degree of accuracy, pointing to the Russian media's self-serving bias, but they aren't that much better themselves. I guess what I'm saying is that if improvement begins with understanding, then we need the media to help us understand what has happened that brought us to this point, because it didn't come out the blue. You know, we are where we are because of previous decisions that were made, and many people were involved in those decisions. And though it's not comfortable to acknowledge, the West has to recognise that it takes two and sometimes more to tango. What Putin is doing is clearly brutal and inhumane, but he is responding in a way that was not entirely unpredictable. In fact, it was largely predictable. And for anyone that has a smattering of historical knowledge, and I count myself in the lower echelons of that category, the way he is responding is utterly logical. I mean, did anyone think that the way the West was behaving was going to end any differently to what we are now seeing played out in front of us. Russia may not be the power it once was, but it is an incredibly proud nation with a huge and rich history. And to treat it so disrespectfully for so long was only ever going to end one way. 
I think the answers that we're looking for, they're not going to come from the Kremlin. The answers that we need, the questions that I should say that we need answers to, should be directed to those in the West that precipitated this situation and have brought us now to a point where they, I think essentially they, they've hung the Ukraine out to dry. That may sound a bit contentious, but by encouraging Ukraine to apply for NATO membership, they really poked the bear and poked it firmly in the eye. It hasn't ended well, has it? And doesn't look like it's going to. Um, as ever, please feel free to get in touch. Uh, you can email me at tom at hipss.org.uk. You can look me up on Twitter. You can send me a connection request on LinkedIn. Stay as safe as you can, which seems to have a different connotation to it now, doesn't it? As sane as you can and solvent if possible. And if you make a mistake this weekend and wonder what is going through Putin's brain, don't forget that we are all 99% chimp. We are all allowed to drop our bananas from time to time. It's what we do next that defines us as human. Thanks for listening.